Again. Hey guys, welcome back to Next Level Health and Crypto, where we talk about all things health. We talk about some cryptocurrency. And you know what? Sometimes we dabble in some other things as well. For those of you longtime listeners of the pod, you know I dabble in some sports. I'm a big sports guy. You know, I sometimes we talk about really just random things. I love, you know, in fact, I have a series called People Are Interesting. If you want to check back and look at some of those previous podcasts where I literally find somebody, I find because I feel like every person has something that just interests them deeply. Like we all have these different things that just speak to us. And I just find out what that thing is. And then we just talk about it because I'm always someone who's looking to learn, looking to understand new perspectives. And I always love hearing someone talk about something that they're really passionate about. There are a few exceptions, I'd say. One of the exceptions was in in high school, senior year. I remember one of, our, one of the kids did a presentation on trains. I fell asleep. I'm not going to lie. So maybe there are a few topics that you may find interesting that I just, I can't, I can't do. I guess trains are one of them. Yeah. That's, that's not a memory I like to, I like to remember. But anyway, for the most part, again, you have something that interests you. So if you want to be on the podcast, I would love to have you on and pick your brain about that interesting thing. Cause I always love to learn guys. I have a guest on the show today. One of my best buddies his name is Nick Brewer. He is a, a great, awesome guy. I love this dude. I actually just met this guy a couple years ago, and it already feels like we've known each other for years. And we actually met each other at a line dancing bar. I believe that was the first time we met Nick. But before I get yeah. into that, which is going to be the topic of our podcast today, I want to introduce Nick, Mr. Nick Brewer. Nick, how are you feeling today? And we'd love to hear a little insight on what is going on in your life. Yeah, yeah. thanks for uh, having me on. Um... And yeah, I'm doing good. Um, currently, what's going on in my life? Um, I will be, well, I'm currently in school. Um, I'll be going back to classes in the spring. Um, and other than that, I mean, yeah, I, I go to the gym. I do DoorDash for work currently, um, for paying off stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much basic stuff. Obviously, we're going to talk about line dancing, which has become a... What, do you, what are you going to school that. for, Nick? Tell us what you're going to school for. Uh, political science and economics. So mm, okay, we have a we yeah. have a future future senator, Nick Brewer, right here. <laughs> or actually, no, you don't you don't want to be the main. You want to you want to assist the. Yeah, I want to work for probably work for one instead of run for one. Yeah. Well, I look, you know, Nick. Once my podcast blows up, my YouTube channel blows up. By the way, check that out if you haven't already. Next level health on YouTube, uh, and I'm a big public figure, kind of like Kanye West or Donald Trump. You know, I'm thinking about <laughs> I might run you know, for president one day, Nick, I'm definitely, you're going to be my right-hand man if that happens. So just keep your eyes peeled I'll take for that. You up. Take you up. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, glad to have you on the show. So what Nick and I are going to talk about today, and we've been planning this podcast for a little while now. So basically we have become borderline obsessed with line dancing. And believe me, guys, line dancing is not what you think it is. And I can almost guarantee, because most of us have a preconceived notion of what line dancing is and looks like. And I will say in different parts of the country, it does look different. And we're going to actually go into that as well because I'm currently living in Florida. So I've experienced the line dancing bars here as well as conventions here. And mainly we also experienced some different bars in California. So we are going to talk about 
kind of our origin story with line dancing, how we discovered it, what our notions were before, what we liked about it, what kept us going with it. And then also we're going to talk about our top five bars. We're going to break them down, the bars we like, the bars we hate. We're also going to talk about conventions that we discovered. We've been to a couple now and are actually planning on going to the one in February. So shout out to any of you who are listening right now. If you are a line dancer, shout out to you. Uh, I'm excited to see you hopefully in February for what's the name of it, Nick? Uh, Sunshine in Line. The Sunshine in Line convention in February. Nick and I will be there as well as Mr. Matt Kitty. Shout out to you, Matt. So thanks for listening if you are a line dancer. So let's start out with our origin story and let's start out with Nick. Nick, give us your just the origin story. When did you first hear line dancing? What 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 did you think line dancing was before you showed up to our favorite bar, Stoney's? Shout out to all you Stoney's people who are listening. Get, break us down for break that down for us. Sure. Yeah. So I um I knew line dancing like a long time ago. My grandfather years ago, up into his mid eighties, did line dancing. At, you know, like with a bunch of older older people, obviously. And even when he was younger, he did square dancing and with my grandmother and things like that. But um, he did that into his late eighties before I passed. And um, so I knew of it, but I've caught, you know, I had that uh, conception because I never looked into it much. I had that conception. It was mostly for old people, which at these conventions as we're going to talk about is, does a lot of old people, but um, I feel like it's changing, but you're absolutely right. It still is majority older folk, but don't let that again, keep listening. You'll see it has a lot of benefits for younger people. Well, anyway, that, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. And of course, like, you know, when you're in middle school and high school, you did PE, so you did electric slide or you went to school dance and the wobble and Cuba shuffle, the typical, the typical uh, dances like that. You get to weddings. And then obviously um, from there, so I didn't think of much of it. I did, I was interested in other types of dance, like more hip hop in general, which I never did professionally or did, I guess you can call it academic, uh, academically. But I, you know, I was, inter- I was interested in that prior. But uh, until, you know, I went to um, Vincent's Grace, which is a Bible study, which I think, which you, I guess you brought that uh, going to line dance and going to this line dance bar up. And I didn't go to the first time you guys went. But after I went to the first time, I actually got to meet you the second time you guys went during the, the next week. I think it was on a Friday. And um, yeah, ever since then, I kind of fell in love with it. And that was kind of where the genesis of my story kind of uh, continued from there. So. Excellent. Now, yeah. So Nick and I, did we meet at Vintage Grace or did we meet? No, at we, met at, we met at Stoney's, the bar. Okay, perfect. So, so in a way, so here's, here's, so I, I started going to this church. Uh, we're, me and Nick are, we're both church boys, by the way, both Christian men here. Uh, shout out to you out there who are as well. <clears throat> now, I started going to this church. Actually, I'm trying to remember if I, I think I started going. Okay, let me just start off at the very beginning here. I'm I'm jumping around. So we're we're peak. I don't know if I, I don't know if I should say the word on here. I don't know if my podcast will get banned if I say the uh, the c word, <laughs> the virus. The virus happened. Okay, and for me, I've grown up playing sports since I was six years old. Soccer, baseball, football, and I've continued that throughout my life. Always playing sports. Sometimes playing three sports a week. You know, there's a peak time in my my t- early twenties where I was. Thursday night was my basketball league. Friday night was my flag football league. And Sunday was soccer league. And then throughout the week, spike ball, volleyball. I'm a sports guy. I'll play any sport and I'll probably beat you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm very, very gifted athletically. Pretty much any sport 
I can pick up. Golf is probably the only sport that is just, man, that's a hard sport, dude. I do envision myself playing that a lot as I get older and I can't do as many of the sports that I do now, but for the most part, I'll, you know, beat most people at most sports. Cause that's just where I'm really gifted. So I'm, we're peak virus time and we're in California and everything is shut down, right? Even guys, I even one time tried to go play basketball with some buddies at our local park and the cops came, someone called the cops on us. They came and kicked us off the basketball court. Couldn't even play basketball. Next week I went there again. They had removed the hoops from the backboards. And that's when I knew, oh God, this is insanity. <laughs> Lord have mercy. What am I going to do? I have no gym, right? The gyms are closed. I'm a gym guy. For those that know, I mean, Nick are both, we're both gym rats. So I'm, I'm in the gym five days a week. So I got no gym. I have no basketball court even. <laughs> like I'm going crazy, dude. I'm playing Call of Duty Warzone like not eight hours a day because I'm so bored. <laughs> I no, can't go to work because they've you know stopped us from going to work. So I'm just bored out of my gourd, just needing to work out. I actually worked out in someone's garage for about three months. God, God bless their souls. Those, uh, my friend Charlotte, shout out to you. She let me work out in her garage. They had a nice, a nice squat rack. So I was able to let out some, some frustrations there. So I hear, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember who I heard it from, to be honest, but I heard that this, oh, there's this line dancing bar that's open. And I'm like, well, I mean, line dancing, I'm sure it's just what we did in high school, right? It's just like square dancing. It's going to be this country hokey pokey. We're all going to, you know, spin around, like grab each other's arms and spin around in circles and, you know, sing whiskey lullaby or, you know, and, and Nick and I, we're both, we're both hip hop guys. We're hip. We love hip hop, dancing, pop music. We're not, we're not country people by any stretch of the imagination. Let me just, let me just make that perfectly clear. My, my sister used to torture me by, we'd wake up in the morning and have to wait. I was waiting for the bus and she, she got dibs to the TV cause she was older <laughs> and she would watch the country music channel. And I would want to absolutely, um, <laughs> just get out of there. <laughs> so I'm not a country guy by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm thinking like, well, you know what? I'll go try it out. It's probably just going to be a bunch of country bumpkins with their, you know, whatever country people do. And I'm going to be bored and I'm probably going to stand around and just watch people dance. But you know what? I have literally nothing better to do at this point. I have nothing to do. I can't work. I can't work out. I can't go play sports. Sure. What the heck? I'll show up to this line dancing bar. And I don't remember who I went with, honestly. I got to really think about that because I know I went with someone. I didn't go by myself. I show up, I walk in, you know, it's, it looks like your standard bar, except there's this massive dance floor in the center. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Cause you know, bars are cool, but I kind of get bored at bars cause there's not a lot of activities to do, right? You can maybe play darts or if they've got some sort of pool, you know, you can do something right. I'm an active guy. So I like to be doing stuff. Like, okay. Dope. This is new. I've never been to a bar like this. Right. And so people are dancing and you know, there's some country stuff on I'm like, okay, cool. It's pretty typical. And then Sean Mendez comes on and I'm like, hmm, Sean, Sean Mendez. This is okay. I'm interested. Okay. So I walk over, I'm watching and they have a line dance to Sean, to a Sean Mendez song. And I'm, I'm like, I'm shocked. I'm thinking, what you can line dance to Sean Mendez. Like I love Sean Mendez, dude. I freaking eat up Sean Mendez. You know, a couple minutes later, Ed Sheeran gets played. And I'm like, they're dancing to Ed Sheeran. And then that's when it sort of clicked in my brain, like, whoa, okay, there's something here <laughs> that I did not know was here. 
And of course, I, I, you know, I, I jumped out for the usual, you know, jumped out for the Cupid shuffle, jumped out for the wobble. Maybe I think we, I think I maybe jumped out for the electric slide, maybe. And of course I couldn't do, I've spent, you know, 99% of the time just watching because I didn't know how to do dances, but it gave me that spark of, oh my gosh, because I'm someone I love to dance. Like I'll literally sometimes in my, you know, when no one's watching, I'll put on like some pop music and I'll freaking just go ham in my kitchen and just do all my hip hop flave and do the worm and uh, do all the, I love doing acrobatic stuff. Right. So that was my first experience and I was pretty, I was pretty blown away and I pretty much got hooked. But then of course I started going to this church and I was thinking like, man, I should, you know, I love, I've always been that person. I was just talking to you today about this, Nick, where I've always been that guy who loved setting up sporting events growing up. I was always the guy who was like, yo, let's get a group together to play soccer on Saturday or flag football, whatever. And so I was like, well, let me, maybe see if maybe people want to come to this line dancing bar. Like this was super fun. And so I think I put out a feeler in like a group message of the church, like, Hey, you know, we're going to go to less line dancing bar stonies on Friday. If you want to come, you know, it starts at this time. They have a lesson, you know, they always have a lesson first so you can learn a couple dances so you can actually get out there right away. And then I still remember that. I think I, I remember the day we were outside cause they had to do it outside cause they couldn't do anything inside yeah. at that point, but they had a little outside line dance um, floor. And I remember walking back from doing a dance seeing a big group of people from our church that were all chilling there. And I remember seeing this little, this, 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 uh, this kid here wearing a white shirt, black hair, slicked back. And he, I think you were hanging out with Roy at that point. And Roy introduced us. Yeah. And Matt, I think, I think Matt and I drove together that day. So, okay. So you and Matt were there. So then I remember, and yeah. that was my first experience meeting Mr. Nick Brewer. And since then we have actually become uh, quite close. So that was a, a very cool experience. So we both obviously had these preconceived notions of line dancing. We both had, you know, what was like the first song for you, Nick, that got played where you're thinking like, like, whoa, this is different. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, well, I'm a big R and B guy. So I listened to a lot of, uh, R and B type music, which is historically you know, black music, um, including rap. And I was, and I was never against country. Like I like country. I grew up with country. I listened to The Wolf, which is actually funny enough, a, a channel on, on the radio um, growing up and stuff. So I was very attuned to country music and I listened to quite a bit of country growing up. So I, that wasn't like a foreign to me or anything. But I did, I did, you know, so surprised when they played Sugar Honey IT, which is a, a dance and actually that's the name of the song as well um, by Charlie Wilson, which is a R&B singer. So I was like, oh, okay. That was quite interesting that they're, but they play that because I was, I was I knew the the artist already, so I was surprised they played that song. So that was kind of like one of the first songs. I was like, oh okay, that's very interesting that they had that kind of uh, music being played for a, a line dance. So I was very surprised. Um, so I guess that was probably one of the first uh, song dances um, that I was like, oh okay, it's quite interesting. I'm very surprised. Do you remember the first song that you learned? Uh, the wolf. The wolf. The wolf. Did they do a yeah. lesson on it or did you just jump out and try it? No, I, I remember seeing it and then it seemed, you know, it didn't seem too advanced, I guess, quote unquote, at the time. So I figured I'd try it. And then I remember looking up the tutorial for it. Like, okay, I, I like the like the song that goes along with it and stuff. So I figured I'd give that a try. And then that was probably one of the first main ones that I that I learned. And then I learned Fake ID, which was the second one. So You learned Fake ID second? That's a, that's a hard yeah. song. I still don't have that yeah. one down. 
I always yeah. spin the wrong way, I feel like. It's kind of funky. It's kind of funky. So Nick and I, we we start we start line dancing at this bar. Shout out to Stoney's. And we start kind of going more frequently. So because you could go Wednesday night, Friday night, Saturday night at that point. And so we started coming more and more frequently because we just really we just really love to dance and we really love to dance to pop and R&B and they were playing, you know, there was still a good amount of country. It wasn't, you know, it's still a country bar and still, I would still say I don't quite, you know, fully fit in because I'm, I'm not a country boy. I'm a, I'm a sports, I'm a jock, you know, so I'm in there wearing my shorts, my vans and my t-shirt. And a lot of guys in there are dressed up in cowboy boots, you know, long pants, flannels, hats, belts, you know, rocking the country vibe. And that's just not me. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a sports kid, not, not a country boy, but I, you know, I've definitely friends that are more into that and that's totally fine. You know, it's, it's a teach, teach their own really. But I love that they played, you know, a good 50% country and pop. So I was out there dancing, you know, a lot. Of, and then I could just during a lot of the country stuff. I just kind of take, that's when I take my breaks and kind of relax, chat with people, catch up and then jump out there when sugar honey it comes on. So let's do Nick. Let's do our top five favorite songs to dance to. I want to hear your top five. Starting, give us build the suspense. Start us from five. Work your way down to your favorite song that you are just every night you walk in the you walk in that bar and you're thinking, man, when this gets played, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna just strut my stuff, and they won't even know it hit them. Top five. <laughs> it's kind of it's gonna be a little bit tough. Um... Uh, oh, Bob, let's um, go back and forth. I'll do my number yeah. five, and you your number five. Okay. I'll do my number four. So my okay. number five, actually, should have brought out my my list of line dances. <laughs> it should have been should have been more prepped. Sorry, guys. Let's see. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up my notes right here. I have a line dancing. Most people, as you, as you get into line dancing, you develop a, a note a note page of all your favorites. So five for me is gonna be. Okay, perfect. I found my I found my number five. So this is actually the first line dance that I learned that I actually did at home because I, I didn't know that you could go on YouTube and look up any dance and there's somebody out there, most like 99%. Someone has made a tutorial or at least done a video of them doing it, right? It's obviously better with the tutorial. They can break it down step by step, but sometimes you can still learn a good amount even from just watching them do the dance. So... I saw this one being done at Stoney's and I jumped in on it and I, you know, did my best with it. And I thought, dude, I have to learn this song. I freaking love this song. And the dance was pretty fun too. So dance monkey is actually going to be number five for me. And it's great because at these conventions, all the old people, they love dance monkey. So I get to do dance monkey way more than I get to do ever at any bars. Cause it's a very poppy song for sure. So for number five of me is going to be Dance Monkey. Nick, what is it for you? I'll say, um, yeah, I'll say Sugar Honey IT um, for number five. I really like that. So dance. you're one of the first songs that you remember seeing yeah. done at Stoney's. Kind of a <laughs> fun coincidence there. Okay, so I got Dance Monkey, Sugar Honey IT. Number four for me, as far as my favorite songs, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Sugar Honey IT is actually going to be number four for me. That is definitely one of the ones that I am super excited for whenever it gets played. And it's one of the few that you can kind of get other bars usually. 
I'd say there's yeah. definitely a, I have lists on my phone of the different bars and kind of what they'll play and what are the realistic songs I can get. And it definitely can vary, especially, especially being here in Florida, which I'll get into later in the podcast. So what is number four for you, Nick? I'll say um, music high. By music, ah, um, that's a good, I forgot about yeah. that one. Shoot, there's the something song is like about. pop by NSYNC, but yeah, I love love music high, love what it's played. And that's one that is kind of more of a local dance created by it was created by Jace or created by Jace's dad, Jace, Jace's father. Yeah, Jace's dad created more of a local dance. I don't know if there's any honestly tutorials online for that one because it's definitely more of a local so. dance. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to create videos, one. but no trust. We need to create one yeah. so that way people can. I'm sure you can. You can still find it on YouTube. I know I've seen some videos of it being done. I just don't know if there's any specific tutorials. Music high. Honestly, I know where I'm just stealing yours, Nick. But I think number three for me might be, might be music high too because I have my final two. Well, actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna. Oh gosh, there's so many good ones. It's hard to because there's ones right. that at the beginning were my favorites then. And there's ones that are my favorites now, as I'm sure most of you probably the same thing. And a lot of the ones that were my favorites before were a lot easier. Like I'd probably be saying body language would be in my top five of an earlier time. You know, even yeah. Dance Monkey's kind of more on the simple side, but I still keep it in there because it's still like kind of one of my origin dances that I learned. Gosh, there's so many good ones. I'm going to say Stitches. Stitches okay. is my number three. Favorite song. I love doing stitches. Sean Mendez. Oh, I've been working on some extra choreography for this one, adding in some extra hand movements for some of the, the lyrics on this one. I've been adding in. So stitches for me is number three. What's number? Oh, you're on number you're number three now, right? Number three. Yeah. So I'll probably say um Cyber Remix. One of the more tougher oh, ones. Oh man. I want to know. Dang it. That's part of the tougher so ones good. I, I think the, you literally named my number two. <laughs> my number two is cyber remix i'm just gonna that's that that one is just it has it's one of those dances where i don't even feel like i need to add any variation because i just i love everything about it there's like almost no need there's a lot of songs where you're like i gotta add something here because i'm just bored yeah with cyber remix i i rarely get bored with it i just love all the different movements and kicks and you're going diagonal on the dance floor at one point you kick i love that little kick the knee in and kick it out so I love the yeah. little, the, I love when you do the take you dancing and then you kind of add in the hand movements as if you emotions, yeah. You know, <laughs> had someone there. So, Cyber Remix, I'm going to steal that one. That's number two for me. What's number two for you? Um, Let It Out by Rachel McEnany. Um, So, that was funny enough. Um, there's a couple other people that I learned this from, at least from YouTube, Chris and Megan, a couple of stony goers. And so I, did it one night and they came on the floor because I was going to do it when they were there. So I wasn't all alone doing it. They were very surprised because um, they usually dance at events. not It's not a bar dance typically. And so that was kind of, that was uh, fairly fun to do that. And of course, that's another R&B by Charlie Wilson with Snoop Dogg uh, featured as well in the song. But that was, uh, I love that dance quite a bit. So definitely my style. Let so. me just let me just point that out for those of you listening. So there's a line dance to a wh who are the artists in that one? Can you say that again? So it'll be Charlie Wilson and it's featured with Snoop Dogg. Charlie Wilson and Snoop Dogg. Okay. <clears throat> you can line dance to Charlie Wilson and Snoop Dogg. Let's freaking go. <laughs> Let's freaking go, people. So don't think if you're listening right now and you're thinking line dancing is just a bunch of country bumpkins. Maybe some states it is. <laughs> That's kind of how it is here in Florida, to be honest. 
But California, if you're from California, you can you can line dance to freaking Snoop Dogg. And I've even seen I've even seen people line dance to Eminem songs too. So you can you can line dance to pretty much anything. And that's what's so great about it. So number two for you, let it out. Number one for me, Nick, you already know what I'm gonna say here. It's 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 an easy, easy choice here. Guyton Mundy, if you're listening, dude, you're a champ. Appreciate you making this song. More dessert, baby, is <laughs> I just I need more dessert every time. I you know what I love about more dessert is I love adding in that extra jump that actually me and you kind of do the same. We kind of make eye contact and then we both yeah. try to do that extra, get extra vertical on our jump. <laughs> and one of the things that I love about line dances, the more athletically demanding the song. In fact, I just, I just, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I have actually a one B that I'm going to say next year after you do your one. <clears throat> so whatever song is the most athletically demanding is the song that I, those are the songs I love because again, I come from an athletic background. I want to do athletic movements. So that's why these simple country stuff, that's why it bores me. It's not so much that I don't <clears throat> like country music. It's the movements. in a lot of these country songs are so boring and cookie cutter and like I want to get vertical I want to do fancy footwork I want to I want to get athletic and so any song that allows me to do that more dessert is one of those that allows me to get quite athletic during that song I love it so what is number one for you um I'd probably say Cadillac ride which I totally forgot the rap artist it's funny enough it's a rap it's a rap song, but there's a lot of cool movements in that. A lot of good, cool footwork. And yeah, that's one of my ones that one of the tougher ones I've also learned. And like I said, it's my style of my style of dance. And so, um, like I said, I forgot the artist again. Guyton Mundy was the choreographer that I think was uh, another person. I'm not mistaken, but um, Guyton Mundy did Cadillac, right? Yeah, he did that as well. How funny is it that both uh, our top songs are Guyton Mundy yeah. choreographed? Guyton, <laughs> shout out to you, my dude. Appreciate you for all you do. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully, we get to meet you soon at the Florida at the Florida one. We're going to soon. I hope so. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I've seen Nick do Cadillac ride a number of times, and it's it's pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still trying to learn that one, but I, it's that's hard, dude. That one's. I thought you were gonna maybe say Shady. It's probably my top ten. Darren Bailey dance, and that one's a fun one. There's there's a lot of yeah other ones I've I've moved around in my top ten. Yeah. So my I have a one B and I'm gonna give you a chance for a one B as well. So my one yeah. B, I totally forgot. Rude dude. I could do rude dude all day long. And once again, it's very <laughs> athletically demanding. It is one of the most cardio intensive songs that you can possibly do. I'm often out of breath by the time I finish that song. I have to I'm bending over, hands on knees, breathing heavy because it's so demanding. But I love that as an athlete. I love that feeling of being out of breath because it means that, you know, the song it demanded a lot of you athletically and um, cardiovascularly. <laughs> That's a word. So what's your, give me a, give me a one B. I'll let you, I'll give you a chance for one B. Yeah. Um, one that I've actually, I don't, I, one that I recently did and I learned this from an event and I do it sometimes at bars, depending on the, the bar, I think, but I, one uh, B would probably be a dance called party in the Hills, which I actually did at Stoney's recently. Um, it's hip hop style dance. Um, there's more than, I think it's by Fred Whitehouse and another person. I think it's uh, Joey Warren. I, yeah, I think it's Joey Warren and Fred, maybe a third person, but any, in any case, yeah. Um, that's a really fun dance for like the, 
movements and stuff like that, the footwork to that one. And so I'd probably put that as 1B. It's kind of moved up my list in terms of kind of a being kind of a favorite that I like to do. It's pretty, it's, it's only a 32 count, which is, it's an advanced, but it, it's, a, it's not a huge dance, but it's cool. I like it. Party in the Hills. I've I've not learned that one. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to show me that one. Nick Nick is my he is my my song guy. Like he is that person that I just I, I walk off the dance floor. I go Nick, what was that? And he goes, Oh, it's it's like so and so by this choreographer. <laughs> you're you're my encyclopedia <laughs> of line dancing. So thank you, appreciate you. Yeah, <laughs> 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 a fantastic memory. I will say that. <clears throat> give me now. Give me two songs. I just thought of this question. Give me two songs that you're learning right now or you've heard of that you think have the potential to break into your top five at some point. I know I didn't prep you for this one. Yeah. Well, there's one that I haven't learned. Uh, I, I haven't started learning yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll say it because it has a lot of cool movements to it. It's definitely um, Don't Sweat It. I, I don't know who choreographed that one. But that one has a lot of cool hand motions with it and footwork. Um, I've been waiting to learn that one. It's been on my list for a while to learn. Um, that's That's a cool one that I want to learn i haven't started learning that one um another one that has that can move up um it's hard to say um maybe i mean there's one (laughs) there's one that was choreographed recently i think this is a newer one by um chris jock which we've met at a couple events well i met him at a couple events but you've met him in florida um it's called crank that Crank that. That's one of crank that. Um, that he choreographed. It looked pretty cool. That could that could potentially become my top ten at least for the time being. I haven't learned that one again. Um, I haven't started learning that, but that's a couple that I've probably would be could move up if I learned them. And so, crank that. Crank that. Crank that. Yeah. My two that are potentially going to take and in, go into the top five. So I think one of them that I saw being done that I need to learn soon. And it was it was probably one of the most one of the most athletic driven line dances I've seen done. And I think I even I jumped out there and I even tried it. It was during a convention, so I was kind of jumping along with it. It was I'm begging you. Oh, that's right. And I was like, whoa, this has like a lot of a lot of athletic movements in this. So that's when I really want to learn. I could see that becoming becoming a favorite just just because again, it's it was it was very demanding. Uh, from an athletic standpoint and also a really good song and just really it worked really well with the song the other one are it's kind of a tie between headphones and what was the one we learned? Uh, I'm Fabulous by my favorite choreographer and I'm suddenly blanking on her name actually all of a sudden maybe I'm just maybe I'm just nervous Rebecca Lee Rebecca Lee thank you Nick so I'm telling you Nick's my he's yeah. my guy he's my guy if I <laughs> if I forget any line dancing thing like who choreographers what song is this thank you at least Nick. that she's one of the choreographers there's like f- technically four who did that one but that's one of them she's one of them gotcha so they work together which is good Rebecca yeah. Lee shout out to you Rebecca if you listen to this you are not only my crush but also my <laughs> favorite choreographer. She absolutely, I love her style is, is just right up my alley. Just, and she's a fantastic dancer. She's just got moves for days. Has like, there's just like a flow and a movement when, when she's dancing. That's just like, I don't know, dude, it's, it's like perfectly the rhythm. I, I'm all about it. Any, any song by her, I'm, I'm going to be doing, let's just put it that way. So those two like are kind of tied. I've done them. We learned them at the convention and they're both, they both just hit 
They both hit. They both have. Yeah. I love the headphones because it has a little extra hand choreography in there as well, which I love. So those are those those three have the potential to break in at some point. And I'm excited to hopefully perform them here at Stoney's here pretty soon. Some of our, our new convention stuff we learned. So those are me and Nick's top list, top dances. Now, Nick, give me. I'm not going to be as good at this question because you're you're more knowledgeable in this way. So I'm just going to ask it to you. Uh, give me your top five choreographers. Start with five. Work your way up to one. Go. Thanks for listening. This has been part one of a three-part series with Nick Brewer on line dancing. Make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the next two episodes, Nick and I will be giving you more top fives. We're going to be breaking down our top five choreographers. We're going to be breaking down our top five bars that we've been to. And we're even going to break down our top five songs that we hate when they get played. And we even dabble a little bit in the events as well. So make sure to stay tuned, follow the podcast. And once again, thanks for listening. We'll be right back.